Good evening, wolves and sheep. Welcome to the Black Wolf 1230s podcast. This is a bonus edition. Call it a holiday Christmas edition. You know, um, just needed uh, to get this message out to someone. I don't know who it is, but I knew, I know that they need to hear it, okay? Let me just tell you something, right? Engage, well, as you all know, is that um, I love my music. Um, Years later, um, I did not know that loving my music, creating my music, producing a catalog, a playlist, blog subscriptions, being an MC myself, coming up, creating, writing, and formulating uh, creative pieces made me an artist. Break it down. Um, I exercise humbleness and humility humility most of the time. See, this is why um, I was never one who was a follower. And Reason was, the reason was, is because I learned not to trust people. I also learned that uh, uh, people from my environment did things, gave you things with ulterior motives. And with these uh, conditions, if they were no longer followed through or done, you know, everything was taken from you. Well, 
Let me say this. I have an internal as well as an eternal conviction uh, that is plastic throughout my spirit. I never knew how it became. Why was it given to me? Never understood it. But I'm going to tell you this year, I understood it. I understood it. You see, because in doing that, I learned that I'm a big fan of evolution. I'm a big fan of time and space. But, not but. I actually put in place an understanding of myself in a time and space because I needed to change. I'm talking about me. I needed to change. I done walked, talked, and lived in some of the darkest corridors. And lived through it. Thing is... I didn't get myself through that. Something or someone was there to help me. Um, You know, let me just say vengeance wasn't me so much in my presence in my existence I know it was as toxic as it was said um, it's Christmas whomever is hearing this you're blessed to hear this you're so blessed how I know because this is a blessing I'm speaking to you You may feel as though that you're alone. 
been there. But guess what? You're not. You're not. You know, uh, there are certain entities that are connected that are joined to form one body. That's why you're not alone. I've known this ever since birth. But I never practiced it because I would be worried about the next person. How much mercy they were given, how much grace they were given. And I had to fight and scratch to just maintain my stance of peace. Never understood it. So, go ahead and get some coffee. When we come back, we're going to continue this power of thankfulness gratitude welcome back Christmas Eve we were talking about the insurmountable blessings and the gratitude the graciousness and the mercy Let's start off by saying that um, this year, I asked my God the ability to love my enemies. I had no problem with that. I mean, as far as I had no problem with loving anyone or anything, everything. I didn't. Um, I walked throughout this earth. Who begged no one to love me? Not my mother, not my father. Oh, not, not, I'm not gonna say bag, I say expect. No one to love me. But what do I what what I do expect is for me to love everyone. Even if it's a journey. See. The first real king 
which is King Solomon. Was granted by our God wisdom. I knelt before the altar as well and asked to give me the power and understanding to love my enemies. You see, that's the greatest love of all. Greatest love is not about loving oneself. <laughs> That's so easy. It's too easy to be great. Being great is difficult. It sets you off from the rest. So you, to be great, you have to do something or focus on something or become something that the average person don't want. They say winners, they say winners accomplish the things that losers don't. Mm hmm. See, let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all something, right? Let me tell y'all something. Well, I was raised where no was a common vocabulary rather than yes. Never knew why. Never knew why, right? You know, I had to uh, go through life understanding it because I'm different. So if I'm different, people want to treat me different. I'm not a part of the collective. See? I'm not. I'm not just going to fit in where I sit in. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Tried it. It's a waste of my time and your time. Waste of my energy and your energy. Waste of my space and your space. It's just not going to happen. Let me tell you something, though. People like me have um, Brothers and sisters are just like me, right? Who feel and think and possess the same inner sight and inner light as I do. 
Most of my life I've asked, where are these people? I can't be the only one. Can't be. So, I stood before God and said, I know that you say I'm not alone, but I feel alone down here. <laughs> Where is my family, my true family? Not my earthly family. Mm -mm. My true family. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say for the past two years, My family has been manifesting to where I can see it, meaning that they've always been here. That's my eyes and my ears were so full of noise and nonsense that I wasn't able to focus and see exactly what was going on around me. You know, it's like, let me tell you, let me tell you one good example. I can't, uh, I was with a homie. He kept throwing up, he kept throwing up. I can't tell you why he kept throwing up. It didn't have nothing to do with drugs or anything like that. It had something to do with uh, the environment that we were stepping through. And yeah, he began, he said, I got a weak stomach. Mm -hmm. He's like, yo, you can take that? I ain't got a problem with it. I said, uh, he's like, damn. The thing is, is that what makes my stomach weak is not, doesn't, does not necessarily fix, fits the next person category as a weak stomach. Like, for instance, I can stomach and engulf horrible conditions, but I just can't eat no, no, I can't eat egg salad or canned milk. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know <laughs> there's some things I just I just can't 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 mm -hmm. you know so Let's uh, take a coffee break.
and come right back. Hey, I'm back. So, let's talk about what led to such a strong and powerful mobility to stomach things that most people can. Well, let's start off by saying for 18 years of my life, I've been going through a healing and recovery phase from so much trauma. You know, um, I grew up, was raised, lived in environments where um, what happened to use uh, I didn't know the difference between stress and just everyday way of life. Basically, adapted and improvised as a point of survival. But in doing that, I was cheating myself. I was cheating myself from an emotion, a feeling. Like grief. Abandonment, neglect. See, I had you know, I never had time to myself to uh to deal with these issues because I was always a person who was in demand. Not because I'm so great. It's because the people knew that I'm a slave or servant to my purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, what tap you dry? just been fortunate that where I was getting my water from was an endless supply. Let's just say this, right? And those people who basically you guys ever let me tell you something, right? 
I've actually seen people do this. You ever seen somebody purposely leave the water on in your house or in someone else's house? You know why they do that? To create an unnecessary bill. I'm going somewhere with this. To create an inconvenience out of spite. Walk around and see, know that, you know, walk away, know that that spigot is dripping. Uh huh. Because they don't care nothing about you or care nothing about your well being. And that's how people are when they are. They are blessing blockers, blessing. They can't be blessing stealers, but they can come, They can be a self-proclaimed blessing blocker. You know how they become a blessing blocker? When they take you off your focus. Mm-hmm. So... I've always been around people who just let the water run. Spew out into the streets. It's a damn shame. But, you know. And the next day you go looking for a drink of water because you're parched. There is none. The water's not there. And so are they. <laughs> yeah. So let me say let me say this, right? So in this in this quest for the supreme omnipotent love. You must love your enemies. The enemies teach you a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I want y'all to do this, right? See, I. Have been have been granted certain gifts, and I used to always speak on them. As a result, it affected my relationship with people because I was exposing too much. He said, "Work with me on here." 
learned this. And this is from childhood. <laughs> I'm laughing because my mother, I don't know, when I was able to talk, I started telling her about uh, things concerning her life and that she actually thought I was sleeping, I wasn't. She actually thought that I was not conscious or woke to exactly what was going on. And you know, in her adult life, especially with her and dad, I wasn't. <laughs> As a result, my mother was placed shackles and chains on me, right? I wasn't allowed to leave our eyesight because the same thing that I was seeing and exposing to her, I had to make sure that it was not exposed throughout the world. Mm-hmm. So, in, in, in doing that, that was back then. We're talking about, like, the current... Current today, 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 what's going on today? And so what we're going to do is have a coffee break and we're going to, we're going to dissect and analyze the power of being objective over the power of being subjective. Come right back, bro. All right. Welcome back. The power of objectivity over subjectivity. Let me give you a good example. Um, Uh, in the beginning years of my, uh, my adult life, uh, um, how can I say this? You know, I was heavily into sports, be it football, wrestling track and field, just, you know, uh, um, exercising, um, well, The Ravens were having, Baltimore Ravens was having a, a trials, open trials. Went down there, went to the training camp, as far as, not the training camp, the training field. Training field in Ohio, excuse me, not Ohio, I'm sorry, uh, in Owens Mills. Talked to the coach. They were all for it. They said, 
because I did not have a straight college playbook on as far as playing uh, scholastic football. Uh, because the college that I was going to didn't have a football team. Um, MIAC. Especially in the MIAC conference. Um, that's called the Mid Eastern Atlantic Coast Conference. So, what happened was is that I was supposed to play semi-football for a year. So, I come home, and I'm on the phone, right? Uh, I can't remember if it was the Baltimore Bears or the Baltimore Chargers, so... I was supposed to start semi-pro, which is would would not have been a problem because my dad played semi-pro. Think for the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. I was supposed to play for the Bears, the Baltimore Bears. So I'm on the phone talking, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this right. Subjective and objective. See, and this had to deal with my father, right? My uh, father was supposed to take me back and forth to uh, practice. And uh, man, I was cool. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to get this done. There's a picture of me on Facebook. And you just said this, right? And it's just a, you know what I'm saying? Um, on me up in there, my dad's just coming back from training, not, not football training, but um, training. I used to train throughout the streets of Baltimore and running and such because I hate I hate it running. I hate it running in high school. I was a wrestling. We needed it for for when I hated running. I didn't see the purpose of it. I hated running in basic training in the military. I hated running. Until I got these pair of Nikes, right? These Dion Sanders Nikes. <laughs> no lie. I started running. I started like running because one thing about the Dion Sanders Nikes back during that time, the 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 Nike stripe was was on top of the sneaker. Like as you can run, you can see. The stripe, you know, on the top part of the sneaker. So when I saw that, right, I was like, okay, 
I said, let me see if I can make this strike faster and faster and faster. And I did. I was hitting, uh, I was hitting the uh, 40 yard, 40 yard dash, like what a 4.2, 4.2 seconds. And my time was getting real good. My homeboys from college, we used to race each other. And he ran for track. He he ran track. He ran track for, uh, um, it was either Forest Park or Carver. I'm not sure. It was high school, rather this and that. And he was fast. Slim, slim like corrupt. <laughs> from the dog pound. So, and you know, I had bulk. I was, uh. I was like, uh, I know that time I was probably like 6'2", 240, 6'2", 240. So, so what I mean by objective mission is more important than being subjective because what happens is that when you become subjective, you slow yourself down. And the subject was, See, my dad, now there were pictures, my sister took pictures of, because, and I'm just thinking about it now. I'm on the phone, just laughing, I was like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to, I was mad at my dad. I was mad at my dad because, you know, I want, he, he was supposed to take me back and forth to practice and he never showed up. That's subjective. Subjective. My emotions, my feelings got in the way of my objective. In reality, I didn't need my nowhere. You see, see what I'm saying? It was not his responsibility, it was not his obligation. It was mine. The objective was for me to get down on that football field and learn them plays for a year so I could handle the biz with the Baltimore Ravens. Instead, because I wanted to incorporate someone into what I was doing instead of being independent and doing it on my own, that's being subjective rather than objective. The objective was me making me, and that was the mission. I relied on another. Never made it there. I harbored a lot of hard feelings toward him about that. You know? A lot. <laughs> it's even worse is My damn cousin started playing pro. <laughs> I was damn good at it. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was damn good. That made me even more furious. So, as a result, 
of me being subjective rather than objective. I allowed myself to uh, get lost in the false reality. Add it to the list. Mm -mm. See, that was a trip that I should have made on my own. Not everybody was meant to go with me. Learning, I had to learn this for two, just two years, just two years ago. You know, I've always had the need to incorporate people at my table. And when it was time for me, I was not invited to nothing or no one. Objective over subjective. So in doing that, I had to learn, like I said, and loving my enemies. And the first protocol and achievement that is to do things and not expect to have nothing returned back to you. You see? love people and don't expect for them to love you back. May not be in them. But they ain't for you to... That subject is none of your concern. The object, the object is. And the object of the whole situation is you don't change who you are depending on what somebody else is. Mm-hmm. So... So, let me just say this about the love of my enemies or whatever. Man. Some of my harshest street enemies wind up being my best friend, yo. Mm-hmm. See, I got to understand it. How come they became my enemy? Because they weren't walking where I was walking or talking where I was talking? No, that doesn't make me enemy. My difference is different from their difference, and their difference is definitely different from my difference. And the objective is to learn. To learn. To learn. It's hard to learn with a closed eye. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know. And learned as well as, uh, Be careful how you treat people. Because you 
Be careful how you treat people today because you just might need that person tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? I want y'all to have a merry, 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 merry Christmas. And you know what? You will. Even if you don't believe in Jesus or the birth or whatever, this and that. It doesn't matter. You know what matters? What matters is you get another day to evolve into a better you, better understanding. I don't want to call me weird or whatever this and that, but I don't know. I just, this is one of the best Christmas I ever had. like being in myself. I like being at peace. I really do. I like that. I like the exclusion, exclusion, seclusion. Mm-hmm. I can go around my family, but why? Be phony? Mm-mm. Can't do that. Never, never could do that. Mm -mm. Especially, let me just say this. If I like you 350 something days in the beginning of the year, this one day ain't gonna make me like you as well. So, <laughs> sorry. Just don't, you know. So like I said, uh, I appreciate the blessing to be able to communicate via technology. And remember, I want to make sure that when I cross your life and your path, I want you to understand that you are loved. You are. So, when I speak, I want to speak life into you. And the objective is to speak life. Life. And I'm going to say this and I'm going to let you go. The power to speak in life is pointing out the good things about the next life force or the next person so they're able to see possibly what they have missing within themselves. So look, check this out. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening to the Black Wealth 1230s podcast. Remember, guess what? Guess what? Black Wolf 1230 loves you. Black Wolf 1230 will love you. Black Wolf 1230 has to love you. Black Wolf 1230's objective got to be to love you. Because loving you means that Black Wolf is loving himself. 
Thank you for listening. Enjoy your holiday. Please enjoy your holiday. Stay peaced up.